We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear one, my darling, my beautiful soul. How are you on this beautiful, fine, wonderful day? I like this saying, regret looks backwards, worry looks forward, and faith looks upward and inward. That's why I call my show Journey to Center. It's about taking responsibility to turn inward and upward and live more from that space of connection, alignment, faith, so that we invite more grace and ease into our lives. Stress and upset are internal qualities. And if we don't address those qualities within ourselves, if we don't address the feelings inside of ourselves, we will perceive the world tainted by these qualities and perceptions outside of ourselves. So if somebody's really fearful, they're going to perceive the world as unsafe. To an angry person, this world's a place of chaos and rage. People's dukes are up. To a guilty person, maybe they're going to perceive the world as a place of temptation and sin. What we hold inside of ourselves colors our world. So as we let go of guilt, we see innocence. As we surrender and dissolve any sense of shame or unworthiness, we perceive ourselves as valuable. And as we heal our anger and fear, we experience a sense of peace and safety. The world meets us where we are at. And how we feel within ourselves is what we're going to perceive outside of ourselves. It's like a mirror. We find what we're looking for. And often what we look for comes from a deeply unconscious place inside of ourselves. So basic psychology teaches us that the foundation of what we believe about life, relationships, money, power, and the way the world works is established while we're very young. I also believe that we bring in some of this stuff from possible past lives and we choose the perfect parents for us to perpetuate whatever was on our plate before we came in. So beliefs are handed down in our current lifetimes from our perfect parents, which were handed down to them from their parents and so on. As we grow older, we react unconsciously to the intellectual programming and emotional wounds that we experienced when we were young, before cognitive thought or reasoning was available to us. So core beliefs are formed from this unaware state, and we start to energetically and unconsciously create our life's experiences. Eventually, patterns are going to start to emerge, and we don't tend to question these habits or patterns until life becomes unworkable, until it becomes confusing, confusing or um, unmanageable or extremely painful. This was certainly the case for me. It got to the point where I could not figure anything out. I could not make anything happen. It got to the point where I was clear I couldn't rely on our my own understanding. There's a saying in The Course in Miracles, you accomplish so little because your mind is so undisciplined. My mind was complete chaos. And I finally realized I need some help. 
So I got down on my knees and I had this authentic conversation with God. So we live on a planet of free will and choice and God's not going to inflict, inflict himself on us. He's here to guide and support us. But first we must extend an invitation. And I realized I needed to invite God. So I got down on my knees and I lit a candle and I performed my own kind of personal inviting God in ceremony. The unconscious mind loves ceremony. And I'd read this somewhere. So I was like, I really need to get serious about this conversation with spirit. The prayers were not by rote. It was time for an authentic communication, an authentic conversation. So I think my prayer might have gone something along these lines. Dear God, dear Father, Mother, God, Lord of all creation, I'm so confused and I'm hurting so badly. Please help me. I can't figure anything out on my own and I need your help. Please guide me, direct me and lead me where you would have me go. My heart is broken and I feel so alone. I want to be happy. I want to be of service, but I don't know what that means or what I'm supposed to do. I surrender to you. Thy will be done. This is a pretty powerful prayer when we invite spirit in and when we surrender and when we say, thy will be done. It is. It's a significant invitation to the divine. And again, God doesn't inflict himself, but he is waiting for the invitation. And so I performed this inviting God in ceremony and doors shut and other doors opened And I realized I needed to take inventory. I needed to really look within. I needed to look at my patterns, my thoughts, my beliefs, and really um, become honest with myself, become more um, authentic, become more willing to look in the dark corners of my psyche. So I identified some painful and distinct reoccurring themes in my life. There's always information in our patterns. So something that I did, and maybe you can relate to some of these things, was working hard for approval, but never quite receiving it. I say that I jumped through hoops for crumbs. I was objectified a lot. I felt there was a lot of lying and deceit in my life, a lot of betrayal and abandonment. As I looked back on my childhood, my younger self, on a very deep level, that that little girl inside of me didn't believe that she had value. She had a sense and I had a sense that approval and acceptance is something to be worked hard for or earned, but never really attainable. This is how I ended up in situations and had experiences that um, reflected those deep unconscious beliefs. So now it was time to dig into my psyche, look into those corners and heal and release those beliefs. And facing our unpleasant pasts and reclaiming those disowned parts of ourselves and healing and clearing those beliefs can be painful. It can bring us face to face with vulnerability, our own imperfections, To remove the false mask isn't natural necessarily. It's not easy. It's not fun. But it's something we all must do if we want to ascend to higher consciousness and to experience a life of more peace and grace, ease, love, and happiness. We've got to be willing to look at our dark side 
Look at our shadow. You know, I like something my teachers would say, we heal when we bring love and compassion to the places inside that hurt. And so often we don't know we're hurting until things get horrible. We tuck things back into the corner of our psyche and shut the door. We pretend, we put on the false mask and we just keep going until life becomes unworkable. Relationships can either distract us from ourselves or usher us deeper inside of ourselves. And I had had many relationships that distracted me from me, but it was time to get to work. It was time to clear the lens of perception. It was time to do my soul level healing. And I think, again, all of us are going to do this at some point in time on our human journey. And I'm so grateful that life got so unworkable that I finally extended that invitation, that I chose to fall to my knees and look inward and upward, to stop distracting myself with the out there and start taking greater responsibility for the in here. Because I do believe when we're really ready for this, the right teachers, the right experiences, the right opportunities show up right on time. I read a particular um, publication when I was down in LA a lot, and it spoke of um, some classes that they made available called Spiritual Psychology. And it was the University of Santa Monica, and I kept um, hearing about this school and I checked into it. It was very expensive. So I didn't I didn't follow through with um, researching it any further. But then I ended up at dinner with a friend of mine and he brought the school up and he was he was participating in the school. To me, it had come up so many times. It was a God wink that I need to research this a little bit more. And I think there are information in our patterns, whether those patterns are challenging and negative or something positive and good. So I perceived this as something I needed to research. And I ended up going into the school and I noticed the books on their shelves and they were all books that I had. There were many of them that I already had in my own personal library that I just picked up because they interested me or I was intuitively drawn to them. To me, that was a God wink that this was something I needed to consider. And so I, um, went ahead and signed up for the class, even though it was expensive. And even though I was afraid, it didn't make any sense from my mind and from the logical aspect of me, but my heart was really prompting me down this path. And a couple of days before this school started, while I was really stressed and anxious about money, a situation occurred and things unfolded where a good sum of money came into my life that was actually going to pay for my tuition. And my sense was God must really want me to go to this school. And to this day, I still believe that. That was about 20 years ago. So I proceeded to look inside and to heal my hurts. My teachers, teachers would say, upset isn't out there. Upset is always inside of ourselves. So that's the best place to deal with it. And boy, my stories, I could really speak for a long time about why everything else was everybody else's fault, which really puts you into that victim posture, which really prevents you from living a joy-filled, empowered life. We have to be able to turn inward. We have to look inward and upward if we want to clear our lens of perception and get free. So anytime we're saying, I'm upset, 
because we're giving our power away. I'm upset because my parents did this. I'm upset because this person is president. I'm upset because we're giving our power away. So to be able to turn inward and really locate the place of upset inside of ourselves, to be able to bring our current love and compassion to that place of upset, to go back to that young one inside of ourselves that experienced things that were out of their control and to be able to sit with them as our current adult self and say, I hear you, I'm listening, I love you. To be able to have that conversation can really start to heal our hurts from our past and unravel our tangled up emotions and upset from the inside out and from the bottom up. Can really start to dissolve our suffering and it creates the space my perception of it is it creates the space for these dreary, um, dark rain clouds to start to lighten up and for the sun to start to shine through. The more I started to do this work, the more I started to experience synchronicity and grace and coincidence. As I unpacked my backpack of heavy hurts and um it's like the cinder blocks and the bricks. I did. I felt lighter and life started to show up in a, a lighter way. Water finds its own level. And as we take responsibility for our personal clearing and healing, our vibration lifts. We lighten up and we attract more high vibrational people, situations, opportunities, experiences, so our lens of perception is cleared as we get rid of our anger, as we get rid of our shame, as we get rid of our hurts and our heartbreaks, we start to relax into that place of peace and we start to experience more grace. And it's not to say it was always easy. Sometimes we have um, suppressed grief. You know, you probably heard as a kid, you know, don't cry. Big boys don't cry or, you know, put on your big girl pants. <laughs> I heard that a lot. So it's sort of like I had a lot of tears that I didn't um, allow up and out when I felt the hurt. So those were kind of locked away in my psyche. So it seemed a lot of my healing was about allowing those old tears up and out. Tears are the healing balm to the soul. And I like the saying from Marianne Williamson, if you have a hundred tears to cry. 98 will not be enough. So to give ourselves permission to feel our feelings, be it the tears, be it the anger, be it the grief, be it sitting with um, any sense of guilt and shame, allowing that energy up and out, emotion, energy in motion. And when our emotion gets stuck, it um, disconnects us from our um, spirit, from our soul, from source. So as we allow our feelings to flow through us, express and allow that energy to move. Again, this is another way we start to get clear. We start to get free. So um, some ways that we can do this is to freeform write. I don't know if you've heard about this freeform writing or um, Julie Cameron talks about um, morning pages, just getting a notebook and allowing yourself to just write without agenda, without 
um, direction, just whatever's inside of you. I've referred to this sometimes as a, a mind dump, <laughs> just allowing whatever's in there to be kind of flushed out of you. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to um, be legible because after I do this, I like to just tear it up and throw it away. It's like, I don't want to go back and look through the trash anymore. I just want it up and out. Some other things I've done to get clear and to heal my lens of perception is through the process of art and creativity. When I was purging a lot of my anger and guilt and shame, I drew a lot of um, images and painted a lot of images that had a lot of red and black in them. And uh, they weren't comfortable to birth. I'm not going to lie. But I felt so much better afterwards. Again, as we clear the um, content in our backpack, the heaviness of our past hurts, we start to get lighter. We start to feel better. Another thing that we can do is um, I like to get a pillow out. And when the emotion would be present in me, give myself permission to yell in a pillow. Or I would get either a, a plastic baseball bat or something and just like beat it up to allow the energy to move. I would take uh, kickboxing classes or work out really hard and that seemed to be helpful. And then after I would feel better, I would have my authentic conversations with spirit, inviting more light in. Because as we remove whatever it is that's no longer serving us, we make that space. And that's a really ideal time to invite more light in for your highest good and the highest good of all concerned. It's how we get free. And I have to say, as I've done this work, that sense of liberation and freedom and grace, it's like taking a deep breath. It's like life flowing through my body. I used to struggle a lot with all kinds of different health challenges, chronic fatigue and um, a lot of upper res respiratory challenges. But as I've done my emotional healing work, it's sort of like the vessel is more filled with light, more filled with vibrancy, more filled with vitality, more filled with ease. And I think this is the way God wants us to live, in alignment, in connection, experiencing more grace. But we have to be willing to turn inward and upward. We have to be willing to invite that relationship with the divine. We have to be willing to go into the dark corners of our, perhaps our memories and our psyche and sit in that space of receiving love and compassion. To have it form within ourselves and then invite spirit into those places inside of us. And even if you feel alone, to know you're not. Even if you feel unloved, to on at least an intellectual, intellectual level to know I am loved. I am worthy. And for me, I definitely had to fake it until I made it. But I do believe our lives go the direction of our attention and intention. And my intention became very sincere to heal, to become whole, to clear my lens of perception and to become aligned. And I needed to do this in a diligent way. And sometimes when life gets better, we maybe stop, <laughs> stop with those practices. I know I did that a lot, a lot of starting and stopping. And then, um, I had a car wreck about five or six years ago and it was like, okay, I seriously can never get out of my bed again until I am devoted and aligned. And as I've taken responsibility to do this every day, 
my life has continued to increase in the quality of grace. I had a friend of mine the other day, she's a very dear friend of mine, really struggling in her life. And I asked her, well, how are you starting your day? Because I know her to be very spiritual. We've done a lot of this work together. And she goes, well, you know, we moved into this new house and I'm just overwhelmed with everything that I have to do. So I, I get up and I drink a glass of lemon water and then I look at my list and I start chipping away at the list. I said, so you're not really inviting God in? And she goes, well, yeah, I am. But it was just by rote. Okay, God, I'm inviting you in. It wasn't like really receiving and accepting that energy. So what I've learned to do, and it's a simple, simple practice, is to um, just wake up in the morning, sit up, and open my mind, open my heart, and I just accept light and I accept love pouring down on me. I imagine it breathing in and out of my eyes and into every organ, into every cell and atom of my beingness. I imagine just filling up and allowing myself to be flooded with the pure white light and love of the divine. And once I feel like I am filled up, that's when I begin my day. I don't force myself out of bed and I don't push myself. I allow myself to be filled up and then it's sort of like being lifted. It's sort of like a butterfly being lifted off of the branch. And it's made so much difference in the quality of my days, the quality of my life, how I feel inside of myself and how my life flows. It's uh, the sense of being supported. It's a sense of being in friendship and relationship with life and the divine. And as I've healed my anger, as I've healed my hurts and my sense of unworthiness, as I've let go of any sense of um, shame or guilt, I've made more space for light and grace. And that's why I perceive life as safe. That's why I experience life as supportive. As we take responsibility for our inner reality, be it our upset, be it our hurt, be it our rage, be it our shame, and we choose to bring light to that, as we clear our heartbreaks and memories of feeling betrayed or unworthy, as we relax, as we accept God's love, as we love our inner child and sit in that place of compassion, we attract people that can show up in that way for us. Perhaps the right spiritual counselor or maybe minister or psychologist or life coach to support us on our journey as we continue to move onward and upward. And my sense at this point is that um, there's always more goodness to experience. Years ago when my life was so horrible, I would pray, God, why me, why me, why me? Because my life was so painful. It was so challenging. And I thought everybody else had a better life experience than me. As I've taken responsibility to do my inner work. My life has definitely gotten better. And now it's gotten to the point where it's, it's amazing. It's remarkable. It's glorious. And I was saying to God, why me? Why me? Why me? Why does my life get to be so remarkable, beautiful, and amazing? And what I heard was, do I have to remind you? You invited me in. 
you've been diligent, you've talked to your inner child, you've listened to your inner child, you start every day inviting me in, in an authentic way. You've allowed me to be a part of your process, of your journey, and of your life. I've been disciplined and I've been diligent, but it hasn't taken a lot of work. It did initially. It did initially because I think I had to create some new grooves in my brain and start some new habits. But as I have, life has become very graceful, very easy, very joyful. And that's why I do this show. This is why I do my Facebook Live. This is why I've written the books because I know the terrain pretty well from heartbreak and hurt to a life of empowered grace and ease. And I want this for as many people that want it for themselves and are serious about applying any kinds of tools and disciplines. I can't do it for you. I would if I could. And I wished somebody could have done it for me back in the day when I was hurting so much. But if you invite God in and if you're willing to open your heart in an authentic way, you will be met with the right teachers, healers, with the right experiences and opportunities, with the God winks and the grace. And I want to do what I can to support you as well by virtue of this radio show or my books, Manifesting Love from the Inside Out or Manifesting Prosperity from the Inside Out. And if you haven't already, I do have a free ebook on my website called The Path to Prosperity. It just go to TammyBPhD.com, T-A-M-M-I, B as in boy, PhD.com, and just put in your email address and you'll get this free ebook along with a guided meditation to support you and letting go of what you don't want and manifesting more of what you do want. And hopefully with some grace, with ease, with joy, with God winks and great love. So please know that you are in my heart, my meditations and my prayers. And I'm so honored to be on this path with you. So keep turning inward, keep turning upward, keep inviting spirit in for the highest good and know that you're my heart, meditation and prayers. Take good, gentle care of you and be in touch. God bless you. Bye for now.